Welcome to This Risen Existence with Paula Gooder, a weekly meditation for the Easter season. John 20, verses 27 to 29. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. In this podcast, we're turning our attention to John's Gospel and one of the many resurrection appearances that we find within the Gospel. In particular today, we're looking at the encounter between Thomas and the risen Jesus. John's Gospel stands at the opposite end of the spectrum to Mark's Gospel. Mark has almost no resurrection accounts. In fact, he has no resurrection appearances, if indeed it does end at 16 verse 8, as many modern scholars believe. Instead, we have the women going to the empty tomb, an encounter with an angel, and then running away afraid. In great contrast, John has many, many resurrection appearances. We have the well-loved appearance of Jesus in the garden to Mary Magdalene. We have the encounter between Jesus and his disciples in an upper room. We have the encounter between Thomas and Jesus. We also have the account of the breakfast on the beach. So where Mark has hardly any resurrection accounts, John has many resurrection accounts. And it's hardly surprising that one of the most important is this incredible encounter between Thomas and Jesus. There's nothing in life that people love more than a stereotype. If we can pigeonhole someone, then we know how to deal with them on all occasions, how to react to them. Even if they surprise us and react in a new way, then we can say it was unusual. A person like that would never normally do that. Anyone who's been on the receiving end of such a stereotype will tell you how debilitating and draining of life it can be. It hems you in, chains you to a certain way of being that can be really hard to throw off. Not only that, but it can also cause those who do it to to read a person almost entirely wrong. If any biblical character suffers under such a stereotype, It is surely Thomas, or to give him his usual name, Doubting Thomas. Before we even encounter Thomas, we know what to think of him, how to react to him, and what he'll be like. I have for a long time felt that this was unfair. Thomas is a fascinating mixture of doubt and fervent belief. To write him off as doubting is to underestimate him. Thomas appears three times in John's Gospel. The first time we meet him... Jesus is on his way to raise Lazarus from the dead. The disciples are urging him not to go because the Jews have recently tried to stone him. And Thomas declares that they should go so that we may die with him. John 11 verse 16. The second time, Jesus is talking about his father's house in which there are many mansions, that he's going there to prepare a place for them and that they know the way. At this point, Thomas bursts out with, Lord, we do not know where you you are going. How can we know the way? John 14, verse 5. And then finally here, after the resurrection, Thomas refuses to believe until he's seen the risen Jesus with his own eyes. If we remove the stereotype from Thomas and encounter him as he truly is, then we discover not someone who believes too little, as the epithet Doubting Thomas suggests, 
but someone who believes passionately, deeply and with the whole of their being. In chapter 11, Thomas is prepared to go with Jesus to his death, when the others are concerned about his returning to Judea. Later, in chapter 14, he's so concerned to be with Jesus that his question about knowing the way bursts from him with frustration when he doesn't comprehend where Jesus is going. After the resurrection, he wants to see Jesus for himself, but when he does, is the first person in any of the gospel accounts to work out what this means and to proclaim, my Lord and my God. Where the others are still working out that Jesus is risen, Thomas has recognised it understood it and proclaimed its meaning. Thomas only appears doubting because it matters to him so much. Once he has worked out what it means, he is the clearest, most fervent believer of all. It is, surely, high time for Thomas to be allowed to throw off his stereotype and become the passionate, believing Thomas that he really was. In our next podcast, we're going to be looking at Luke's Gospel and what is, for me, my favourite of all the resurrection appearances. That account of the two disciples who are walking away from Jerusalem, miserable and disappointed, and who meet the risen Jesus on their way. You've been listening to This Risen Existence with Paula Gooder, brought to you by Fortress Press. Paula's books are available at your favorite bookstore, online, or down the street.